Never change for anybody else. Never change for anybody else. Never change for anybody else. Oh, there he got pause on you. There you go. There you go. Yo, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. What's really going on, everybody? Episode number. 33. 33 on you guys. Reason there. Henry. Oh, I'm about to say your name. Henry He's Henry Woods. Woods. Who am I? No Lions. Who's our special guest? Tierra Purdue. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow us on Instagram at What's Really Going. Follow us on Twitter at underscore WRGO. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts at What's Really Going On. Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, all of that. Make sure you're tuning in, catching up on these like politic- political streets. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Boom. We're going to get into it. You got anything else to plug? We're going to get right into it. Oh, merch coming soon. Merch coming soon. Give me The like, merch is actually really fire. I was like, let me get some, okay? It's coming soon. Okay. Yeah. Henry got the Henry got the stove on. Okay. All right, Henry. So we're going to get into the first topic. So the long-awaited uh, Mr. Mueller dropped his mixtape. He finally came to Congress. Former special counsel Robert Mueller testified before the Judiciary and Intelligence Committee during the hearings, he deflected or declined to answer nearly 200 questions. We live tweeted about it. Uh, live tweeted. So I'm going to play this clip and then we'll get into uh, how we feel about it. Our investigation found that the Russian government interfered in our election in sweeping and systematic fashion. Second, the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired with the Russian government in its election interference activities. We did not address collusion, which is not a legal term. Rather, we focused on whether the evidence was sufficient to charge any member of the campaign with taking part in a criminal conspiracy, and it was not. Based on Justice Department policy and principles of fairness, we decided we would not make a determination as to whether the president committed a crime. Uh, y'all feel how boring that was? <laughs> no, nah, it was actually boring. Uh, it was boring as heck. Robert Mueller can put paint to sleep, bro. He really can. He was, <laughs> and then the thing that irritated me most because I did not read that four hundred page report. Not wasn't going to read it, and that half of it was redacted. But point is, he was basically saying, refer to the report. Refer to the report. Yeah, I, I wrote. I wrote what I wrote. That's basically like. Never really answers the question. Not, not like, at all. Yeah. Not at all. And that was really, that was the most annoying thing to me because they've been kind of like blowing this whole Russia investigation up as like some tr- big truth is going to be found, and then this is what we get. And because he doesn't really respond to anything, the Democrats look crazy. Yeah, like, right. yeah. Like, it's yeah. 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 when you ask a long ass question, someone's just like. I wrote that on page 86. Right, right, right. That's right. Right. And you only have, think about it, you only have five minutes. Yeah. So if you only have five minutes and if you refuse to answer the first two questions by just saying no or yes, then you're kind of just like. Yeah, he was pissing a lot of people off. On both sides. Yeah. He wasn't answering anything. So I think what was important is that Mueller did not clear Trump of any wrongdoing, but he didn't specifically mention anything about impeachment. I have written down what should. Democrats next step be because I think what I was frustrated was that Mueller kind of kicked the issue of impeachment to Congress and then he doesn't answer their questions 
Facts, so you're kind facts, of like left facts, in the same facts, point of like, facts. what the hell do we really do? Right. What do you think? What do y'all think we should do? Well, I like, have my. I think I. I know what I think. They I mean, do. I. I'm kind of conflicted, especially with like what's going on now because you have the presidential debate or presidential like campaign going on, and if we impeach him, we're chancing like okay. The Republicans really about to like go get them riled up. Yeah, they gonna rile up, block everything. They're gonna, it's gonna be wild. So I'm in this stance of like, because I don't want him to win a certain term. But what I'm in my head thinking Nancy Pelosi is doing is like gathering all this evidence, compiling everything just in case he gets the second term. It's like boom, first day in there, get you out of here. Then we're gonna have to figure out a way to get pissed out of there. But that's another story for another. Pence is awful. I actually completely disagree. What? <laughs> because what? I think, and I think Casper was talking about this yesterday. I mean, we're going to talk about the debate, but he was basically like, if Trump wins a second term and we don't do anything, he's going to say, and, and that's, and that's why I'm conflicted. Because I agreed 100% with Castro last night. When he said, if if we don't do it, if this, they're going to do it, they need to do, do it now. now. Right. Because, because they're running out of it, it, they can't do it. Be like, he's going to be like, I didn't do anything. The, the Dems yeah. were just because stupid. Because if I would have done something, they would have tried to. Right. Right, 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 right. I get that. I totally get that. It's tough. Yeah. How do you? It's it's tough. I. We all know what, what should happen. And that should be <laughs> what it is. Right. Get this man yeah. out of the right, office. Right. But. At the end of the day, like y'all said, Mueller's not really saying much. So what can you actually do with that information? And Nancy Pelosi, like you said, she may be gathering all of this information, but what if it's too late? And there's that. Because basically what I see, you can't do it in 2020. Yeah. That just, the optics of that are too close to an election. Too right. close. Then you have primary candidates answering about it. Right. If she just says, all right, come back September. I don't give a shit. We're going to vote on this. One, it wouldn't take long. Two, I think the Democratic members of the House who are like, oh, I don't want to do it, they'd get in line. Oh, everybody's going to get everybody in line get, Everybody would get in line. Yeah. And I think also, one, what's the worst thing that could happen considering that it's not only you're doing it, but you're having Trump react to it. I mean, because he's going to shoot himself in the foot. He <laughs> is. But, the, but that, hasn't he been doing that? No, that's what I was going to say. He's, the, he, his true character has already been shown. It's nothing he can do that would be like, oh my God, Trump did it. His true character, we know his true character. So like, he's going to be an ass anyway. My thing is, his fans or supporters or whatever they call himself, the Trumpettes, they go hard for him because they in their core feel the same goddamn way. Exactly. So that's not, my problem because you're not, you're not he's riled up all this goddamn old anger. And that, what, what they just going to disappear? Go No, because we impeach him. That's more t- t- domestic, like uh, they said last night, do- uh, Warren said the other night, domestic terrorism going on in America. That's literally what will rise up if we impeach this guy. I'd do it. It's so like. Uh, I would do at this point because I think, one, there's a. I think what gets lost in all this is like people try to think with like, oh, should we do it? They like think of like the political consequences and like the political action when like, okay, what did the guy do? Okay, his campaign tried to collude with Russia and then he. Tried to do all this shit to cover it up. There you go. There, right. there, full yeah. stop. Full, just like it's black and white. Is there? I mean, and I think this is if my, they do it, I wouldn't be opposed. And my thing is, if anyone's on the fence about it, if you can't explain why you're doing it, don't be in. Yeah, it's kind of a layup. But that's just that's just me. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, I found Henry. I think Henry put this in the doc. So we're going to talk about Nipsey Hussle uh, versus the city of Los Angeles. Uh, so despite the police chief and the, and the mayor hailing Nipsey Hussle as a peacemaker after his assassination in March, city officials have been in or the L.A. Times reported that city officials have been investigating his property, uh, which is on the corner of Slauson and Crenshaw. The, um, the there was a barbershop, there was his clothing store and I think a like a kind of like a Metro PCS store. Uh, they have been investigating his business partners to see if it is a hub for gang activity. There was a possibility that the city uh, could take action against his business partners. The This action, if possible, could further ruin the relationship between the city, uh, LAPD, and the black community, which was never great. But investigators, um, they appear confident that they're basically trying to prevent the activity that happened that led to Nipsey Hussle's death. It's a lot to unpack, and it's when I read, I was kind of like, eh, but how do y'all... Like, where's this going? Exactly. <laughs> and what's the, what's the purpose of it at the end of the day? Like, like where's this going? Where's this going? Because, yeah. And was Nipsey still gangbanging then? That, I'm assuming they're trying to say his death was a cause of action. That's due to gang yeah. related right. activity. That's what the report is basically saying. They're saying that the reason why they're looking into it is because they were trying to prevent stuff like what eventually happened to Nipsey Hussle. Right. I don't necessarily believe that claim. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like... I think it's "Mm." interesting because it gets into like kind of like how celebrities are treated but also just like the whole dynamic between none of us are from LA. Yeah. But there's like an undercurrent of like LAPD versus black community. Always. Since the damn LA riots. Probably before that. So yeah. I mean I can understand that. I like my personal relationship with police is like what? Ew. (laughs) <laughs> but um, it's it's I, I I don't know, bro. Like again, where is this going? Yeah. Because you investigate a business part, you indict the business part, business part go down for like what? Because you are are you proving that this man is in gang related activity? You can't necessarily say this is a hub for gang related activity because you can say you they would probably say that because it's a lot of black young men in the store. And you know when black of that class, they tend to hang out in places like that. But also, like we're talking about this, but what's going on with the guy who actually like killed him? You know? I think it, I don't know. I ain't follow up. To like that. I know he's getting prosecuted, but I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like I just think it's it's, it's weird because I think it's kind of like they're praising him, but they're kind of going against yeah, kind of exactly what exactly. he was kind of doing in the sense of like. Like you, you can do this in redemption, and it's you like, can't call him a peacemaker, but then try and like <laughs> slow his homies. In exactly, <laughs> like investigate his stuff. Like I don't understand. Yeah, so that's something to keep an eye out for. It seems like so far the uh, the LA Times said that the report or that their investigation has been very kept under wraps. So we're going to see uh, what that does. Henry is being our chef for the night. He has uh, some s'mores hooked Why up for us. All right, moving on once again, this topic is going to be probably a little bit more conversational. Uh, We're going to talk about ASAP Rocky. So recently, of course, everyone knows that uh, the Swedish court, uh, the Swedish court uh, tried to handle the confrontation. ASAP Rocky and his two friends, one, um, I think another member of ASAP and his bodyguard. Uh, He was confronted by two teenagers in Sweden. Uh, They tried to handle the confrontation peacefully. He was arrested on July 3rd. He's still being in jail. He was in jail to, or he was um, tried in court today where he told that he tried to handle it peacefully. There was a diplomat from the U.S. State Department who handles hostage affairs within Sweden for the court hearing. Robert O'Brien was in attendance. 
Closing arguments could come as early as tomorrow, Friday, when for most people who are listening now, Sweden does not have a bail system. So that's the only reason why he's still in jail. Found that out. Trump tweeted, and I quote, Sweden has left our African-American community down in the U.S. <laughs> LOL. Uh, LOL. The case against the Swedish man was not prosecuted. Of course, um, and we'll talk about it later, but how, how are you all? Where's your head at with the whole ASAP Rocky case now that Trump? Why is this news? Nah, um, Trump is motherfucking trolling for black votes. Literally trolling for black votes. Bro, like, and some idiot is going to fall for it. Exactly. Some idiot is going to fall for it. Please don't be that idiot. Some idiot is going <laughs> to fall for it. But me personally, I'm like, I mean, I read the article on how, like the whole situation went down with ASAP. Like, he was followed. They told the yeah. dude to stop bothering him like multiple times. And he actually attacked them first. Yeah. <laughs> And they responded. And so, the video proves that. Right. And I don't understand. I really don't understand why they're in jail. He t- decides, oh, it's ASAP Rocky. I can try to hold the celebrity. I don't yeah, know. Some bull crap. Yeah. And TMZ, I don't know how TMZ be getting footage of stuff, but <laughs> they have footage of the incident going down where the bodyguard was just like fed up with these men, like literally following them. And he like picks them up, but that comes out of like the self defense. At the end of the day, so like, why are you holding somebody? But again, you set the bail system, so that's probably another reason why. But this shouldn't even be an investigation. Honestly. No, that's what I'm saying. He shouldn't have been locked up yeah. in the first yeah, place because the uh, um, they investigated the Swedish guy who they were messing with, but they said that they didn't feel like there was a need to move forward with his case, which is I thought was interesting. Yeah, that's really yeah. interesting. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> no, I, I think it's interesting because I think I think Trump complicates it but i think but i think even if he didn't get involved i think this is like a real or it got to be a really interesting because then everyone started harping back on like his 2016 comments which i'll read you funny (laughs) uh so he said this on the breakfast club he said uh this was in response to um you know the events that happened in ferguson he said why because i'm black so every time something uh, happens it's because i'm black i've got to stand up why the fuck am I Sharpton now? I'm ASAP Rocky. I did not sign up to be no political activist. I don't want to talk about no fucking Ferguson and shit that I don't live over there. I live in fucking Soho in Beverly Hills. I can't relate. I'm in the studio. I'm in these fashion studios. I'm in these bitches' drawers. Wow. Uh, I'm not doing anything outside of that. That's my life. He later clarified his comments a couple days later on another interview. He said, I get upset, and I was really trying to say, I was just like, yo, I just hate when that bandwagon stuff starts. I mean, how come you know black lives only matter when police take them, when a police officer takes it? And it should be black lives. It should be a matter when a black life take it. You know what I mean? It should always matter. All lives matter. I'm scratching my head. I think, but I, but I, but I think that's the interesting thing. Because I think on Twitter, everybody was just kind of like, yo, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just hope you learn a lesson from this and realize exactly. that black issues, no matter where you go, how matter, how, no matter how, how much rich money you, you have, they're always prevalent to you. Like right. you can't escape the skin tone in the. To everyone, we're the problem. Always, right, no right, what it is. right. So you can't escape the the issues that we deal with as a black man, as a black person. So hopefully he learns his lesson. I don't really give a fuck, to be yeah. honest. It's just like if he get out of jail, cool. If he don't, whatever. But he shouldn't have been in jail in the first place. Right. I think that's my thing. It's like. And I think also shout out to people who were like, "Oh, this happened in Sweden." Like, don't 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 sleep on Europe. The original colonizers. Don't. Hey, hey, hey. All right, so now we're gonna move on to the last uh, food for thought. 
Uh, just wanted to get y'all general thoughts on what Trump said about the city of Baltimore for Congresswoman. I know that happened like right after we recorded the last podcast, but he's basically talking about go back to your country. Well, to we got to go on the span of attacks he's went on because he went from the congressman to Al Sharpton, Don no, Lemon. He went from congressman to Mike. Well, both of them are fraternity brothers, but he, uh, Who? Elijah Cummings, Al Sharpton, and then whomever else. No, no, no. Baltimore, and then whomever else. So we need to. What the wrong with this? Like what? That's why I'm like he need to get impeached because he doing is unpresidential. Like who can live? If Obama dared to get on Twitter and tweet every thought that came yeah. into his brain, he would have been impeached. He would have been out of here. Go out of there, yeah. buddy. But like, why are you? And that that's his plan. He's targeting, and that's my thing. Why? That's why I don't understand him because you target people like Elijah Cummings. The congresswomen tell them to go back to their shithole countries, and you tell Elijah Cummings go that, back to like a rat infested neighborhood, right? Exactly. Or you tell freaking Al Sharpton that he's a fraud, which I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, you're attacking black people, but at the same time, you're trying to help ASAP Rocky get out of jail. So, exactly. what is your strategy here? One, two, you're attacking all of these people. Causing this nasty, just rhetoric of hate, and it's na- like I, I don't like the man, bro, and I don't understand what he's doing. He's I don't so like racist, and I don't even think he understands how racist. But he's he the is. least racist person in the country, according to him. But Which is I got my thing is if if you a black. If you a uh, non-person of color and you have to ask yourself, how am I racist? That question yeah. makes you racist. But besides that, um, Trump, I don't understand. How is he able to do these things? Like, But then he sent Ben Carson out there to oh, try I and <laughs> And then the church people kicked Ben Carson off their property. <laughs> i seen that too. But like... I don't understand the pawns yeah. and the plays and the political games that's going on right now. Like... Bro, we're we're literally just like little, you know, it's the little. A game. He's yeah, such it's a, a game, bro. Entertainer is not even like the word. Yeah, he. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think what's annoying is that I think, and like, of course, like I don't know why I put like any faith in him anymore, but like I think other Republicans when they would like press him on it, they would like, boy, they'd be squirming like bro. They don't even. Bro, they don't even. They would just be like, I didn't see the. You gotta be bold as fuck to just be like, I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. So, but I think that's like goes into it. I like, think there's no way. How can you stand behind him with this type of stuff going on? I think that's my biggest thing, and I think it'll be interesting to see. Of course, we'll still have this podcast, so we'll be talking about it. I want to see what happens when Trump's no longer in office because I think Republicans are gonna try to act like that shit just never happened. That's what they're doing now. <laughs> they just they this try is to just like, a smear in history. It never has to remove past, like they do slavery. Yeah. Right. And I think it's incumbent on the media and like other politicians in their space to be like, nah, nigga, I was like, I was there. Yeah, I saw what you did. What? Nothing. What did I say? Ahead. I say niggas. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, so that's just right. something to look out um, for. Shout out to my man Lil Nas X. He's from the hometown. Uh, he has now the longest running number one hit in the high 100 um, in history. Uh, so you gotta shout it out because they tried to stop my man's when he first was coming yeah. out. They Where's he from? He from Atlanta. He went to her high school. Lydia Springs. Hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what was his actual name? Or you didn't go to the same time? Uh, Mont- Mont- 
Montreal or Mondrell. I don't know. Start with an M. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, so yeah, shout out to him because they was trying to uh, stop him from winning. He keep, keep catching them chats. Best troll on Twitter. He is. He is a really good troll. I mean, he let's is. talk about a year ago. Yeah, I was on my sister's couch. Now I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> cool, bro. Yeah, so uh, big facts, big facts. Big facts. So we live tweeted it. Shout out to everybody who chimed in, tweeted back at us, liked us, sent us funny memes, Mm -hmm. a lot of good stuff. So we're going to talk about about the two debates. Obviously, there was one debate that we're going to focus on heavier because one was a snooze fest. Yeah, it was a big snooze fest. So we're going to get into it, uh, and Henry's going to break down this uh, clip. Yeah, so I played a clip that was the most, like, outbreaking of the whole two Debates Why did you announce on the first day a zero tolerance policy of stop and frisk and hire Rudy Giuliani's guy in 2007 when I was trying to get rid of the crack cocaine? Um, Mr. Vice President, there's a saying in my community, you're dipping into Kool-Aid and you don't even know the flavor. Uh, You need to to come to the city of Newark and see the reforms that we put in place. The New Jersey head of the ACLU has said that I... Embrace reforms, not just in action, but in deed. Sir, you are trying to shift the view from what you created. There are people right now in prison for life for drug offenses because you stood up and used that tough on crime, phony rhetoric that got a lot of people elected, but destroyed communities like mine. Yeah, so that was the like, that was the big, big uh, clip. Or outbreak moment. That was the big outbreak moment from the two debates, in my personal opinion. Um, I mean, the second debate was more. I think. I think the yeah, the, the first debate was more interesting on like a policy perspective of like ideology of like this yeah, side they, versus they, this side. They, they were talking in theory, right? Besides it was burning five hundred billion. That that shut your ass. I didn't watch the first debate, so I don't know. We watched it. I watched it, but I was asleep. You know what pissed me off the most about the first debate? Because when people, they asked a question, Don Lennon asked a question pertaining to race. He was Lemon. 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 I'm terrible with names, y'all know this. He asked a question. Don asked a question pertaining to race, and nobody, nobody. This was the first debate. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what got us hot. <laughs> nobody <laughs> answered. Every person referred, oh, we're going to increase the wealth wage gap. We're going to fix the, um, the, uh, the, what did you, what, 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 the wealth wage gap. Like the education gap. Education like, gap was the second one. Climate was the second And I'm like, excuse me, sir, what the f- they got to do with police brutality and race in America? Because nobody told me about comprehensive plans of how we're going to hold police accountable. Nobody told me about how we're going to have independent investigations outside of that particular police department. Nobody told me how we're going to make sure police have body cameras on every time they're on duty. No, nobody put together a comprehensive plan of how you're going to stop my people from being killed, bro. And that threw me. That pissed me off. It's because they don't. They don't, and they don't <laughs> like, care. No, and, and the problem care. been going on for too long, and that's the like. How do you not care about the main people who are yeah. African? Cory Booker said it best. African American women are the damn Democratic Party. They carry this shit. No. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. They carry it. So yeah. how can you exit out the people that are most important? They're affecting you directly. That's that gets to a longer question of like. I'm just having a rant, but I'm just saying, bro. No, I mean, I think in box. I remember I we tweeted, forgot to play this. Oh, whatever. You want to do it now? Nah, it's not. Um, 
after the first debate, I tweeted out something from Vox Media that they did something. They were like one of the losers of the first debate was like the policy concerns of like black people, like specifically like because what you were saying where it's like they'll like skim the surface. And I know like I think we're kind of like on the Buttigieg hate thing, (laughs) you and I. And because I tweeted out um, and we were talking about this, like a lot of them talk about it as if they have no stake in the game. But their policies are also that their policies are kind of like I, I, I see it, but like right, it ain't uh, my fight, and, and that's I all. Buttigieg, it ain't my fault. Did I do the right? Nah, yeah. was like, I feel the racial divide deep within me. Yeah, he pissed me. I don't like Buttigieg. I, He's yeah. racist, <laughs> and I'm gonna stand by that. Okay, anybody from Indiana, racist. Anybody white and from Indiana, racist. Sorry. <laughs> She said what she said. <laughs> yeah, that's no, but I just think the first debate was kind of it was just interesting. It was boring. Second debate was definitely more and let's um, get into it. entertaining. You... I feel like the standout candidates from the second debate were Castro and Booker. Booker very much stood his ground with like Biden was trying to corner him, pretending to his work and new work, pretending to police brutality and how he got a case with the ACLU and all of that. I think he stood his ground. Um, no, on that and legalization, he did right. Well. Castro, he is fit, like with uh, like. What did you say? He he's the most knowledgeable he, candidate yeah, he's really in forms of like urban development and um. I said on social issues, he's been like social yeah. issues. He's, bro. I, he proved himself to me. I was like, okay, he might kick, but he, yeah. Um, what did you? Because I know me and you were going I back about Castro, like Julian like, Castro. Like, like, like I want to see him flourish because I really feel like he's the only one that comes to these debates with facts. And he like his detail. very detailed in what he, his approach is, and he's very knowledgeable on immigration. Also, because his family are immigrants. That's what I'm he has a. Per- um, I feel like he has a personal. He's very personable like, when he talks about things, you know. Yeah, and he has even, a personal stake in. This. Even when he called yeah. De Blasio out about um, Eric Gardner and why plans. Oh yeah, he plans to or whatever. Yeah, so like. He really be no, going. I think he did well. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to win, but I'd want him to He be has to be a, a VP. Yeah. Has to. I, I said this stupid thing. It was stupid. I was just talking to it. If Biden just get the primary and make all the, like, the best eight candidates his cabinets, we could do something. It don't work that way. I know that, but I'm saying. <laughs> it don't work that way. I know that, but real, for real, for real. No, I, I just real, thought he did. Real. I thought he did really well. Biden. Kamala he, took he, her L. She did. Are we gonna talk about you want to do, do Biden or Kamala first? Ooh. Let's do Biden. Yeah. yeah. So Biden. Biden. Um. For all right, we'll start here. How do you think he did? I thought he did well with context. How do you? What we he did better than he did before, but he didn't. It wasn't like, ooh, Biden. Okay. I'll say this: Did he have a terrible moment? Yes. Then he, he, he did know his dang on website. He. St- he started to get every answer I out. Think, I think Biden. I think Biden. His issue was he kept deflecting every answer. Like yeah, he, he was would, like anyway. He anyway, would like anyway. just try and get his point across and then yeah. stop. I think it's the kind of thing of like when you're the front runner, you're just you just don't want to walk out of there with your pants hanging down. Yeah. And Kamala did that to him the first day, so he was like, "Okay, oh, I got to stand my." That's why he I'm was throwing my, everybody under the bus. But think about it like this: if everyone is attacking you. The entire debate, and no one gets an oh shit. He was kind of like kinda good. he was kind of like as he should, um, as he should. I can't get my words together tonight, but Wait, he was uh no, like no. throwing shots. But he, yeah, he was definitely he throwing, was throwing shots. shots but he was coming at him. He, he, he was, and Jimmer or whatever when she 
Gabber. The one with the white suit and that damn white street like she got them super or something. She, oh. um, She's oh. like 35 with a gray street. I don't understand. <laughs> We're also reading the Roots Fest tweets. That just hit me. Bruh. We'll, do, we'll talk about that later. But um, I think for Biden, I think if you're going to just, I'm not just going to sit there and let fucking Bill de Blasio come yeah. at me and say nothing. I you're get old, that. Like, I, I can't get see that. you from the that. edge of the I stage. Get I get that. I get but that. I think it's important because I think, at least if I'm on his campaign, I'm saying, look, you've had your moments that were terrible. That don't mean Kamala ain't had her moments. That ain't mean Bill de Blasio ain't had his moments. If we're going to rehash history, we gotta and he said that too, history. I have Google too. Y'all are not as perfect as y'all nah, think. Facts, facts, and I think just facts. because his mistake is the most egregious, which he should get hit for, he's like, and you know what's pissing me off? None of these people are directly answering or clearing up their history. And that's, the only one that doesn't have history to clear up is Castro, in my opinion, because he wasn't really out there. He wasn't involved and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really the main people, Kamala, Joe, de Blasio. Even Booker has some stuff, but it's kind of yeah. like weirder. But No, I mean, I think as it should be, though. And I think and I, I think, feel like they need to be clearing I, this up. Think, what you mean? And I think that be. gets to Kamala. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it leads good, into the Kamala character. Because I thought when, she was just okay. I thought to start, yeah, she did, to start, she started out bad because she that healthcare stuff. She looked. Yeah, she, she was, was a little rocky. shaking at yeah. first. She was nervous. And then she gained some energy, but she didn't. She didn't like. She crashed when Talusi called her out. Yeah, that like she never answered. Like she, she was present. I also think she was surprised that she called her out too. Yeah. Directly. Did you see what she said after? Because she was basically like, you know, oh, these candidates are trying to stay on the debate stage, which they are. But she was like, oh, you know, she's at zero or one percent. And then she brought up some like crazy shit that she did on like foreign policy, where she was just like, I'm not concerned about like what she's doing. Yeah. But like, and she won't got, ever. She won't be honest about her background. Like she's it's not, not that she's not her. being honest. She's just painting it in a better light than what we want. Because what she basically said is last night I did my job, but I'm proud of the things that I did do. And what she quoted was the reaction, the program she, she did the first place. step. Pro- the, the first yeah, the step first step program. program that she put in place. Um, she did some different. I mean, like I tweeted about this. She, like, she talked did about different stuff for three strikes. Like right, she, right, she's right. done. She talked about stuff. specific things she did as like AG. Like she just painted in the light of. I she's given one side, right? But I, I think I, I did some terrible things, but yeah. I also did some great things, and you have to look at. I it. really liked. Um, who's the candidate that's like Lithuanian or something like that? He's like with the Ios. Yeah, he's got the Jay no, not Insley. Uh, the one that looks like a character. Oh, Bennett? Bennett, yes, sorry. Okay. Oh, Bennett? Bennett? He had some. He had really good points. He had some points, too. He was, my boss told me this. He's like the level head when everyone's screaming, so it yeah. makes him look better. But, bruh, talk about <laughs> watching paint fall asleep. His opening statement, but, I think. Yeah, he can be boring, but he has some He's moments smart. where but even like, when they were smart. talking about, like, Busting, I think that but, was great. Yeah, yeah when like, um, our schools are still fucked yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. That was one of his standout moments. That was one of his standout moments. That was one of his I just think it's interesting because I think that. And I we'll, think Yang is smart, y'all. Yang is very smart. He's just not a president. He's so he's so <laughs> cool. His he's swag, not. bro, is so cool. But Yang is smart. I'm not doubting. That. Oh, I was about to say, but no, yeah, I'm not doubting My that. Is, is that he's. No. 
And he's so innovative and creative. Like, I want to meet him. He's definitely I'd work for him, bro. He's so cool. We'll work with him. We can be like partners. But he's so cool, bro. Oh, he's oh. cool. CFO, okay. See, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean. I just yeah. think it's interesting just because I think that, like. He's definitely an interesting candidate. And he thinks this little innovative idea of paying everybody $1,000 is going to take him to the uh, house, but it ain't. <laughs> It ain't. It's not. People love it though. Because can he, we talk about Marianne? I want to know. Oh, will you She's so funny. She had a standout moment too. I love she her. She was good in that first debate. She was actually kind of good. She was good. The we, first the debate. Moment, I think agree. about it. She doesn't. She does not talk that much. They don't let her talk. Why? Because <laughs> it's PC why. Love. Literally, my mom Let's saw her. Let's unify us all. My mom saw her. She was like, "Is that Oprah's guy?" I'm like, <laughs> but I think like. Considering it like this, and I tweeted this, I think that like when everyone and we've like been pissed about this like every debate, <laughs> when everyone gives like these political answers where it's like I'm not going to answer your question because I know I can't because my answer of the truth is not what people want me to say. She's just like she here's where I am, yeah. and and I like what she said about campaign finance where she was like. Yeah. Y'all are on the good part now, but half of y'all probably just two years ago were taking all this corporate money and you're complaining about this political system, which you benefited from, which is like, that's true, that's She's kind of direct. She's very honest. She's blunt. It just feels good to not have a politician up there because she's not like calculating. She's not calculating. She's just. And she's not a front runner, so you don't have to worry about somebody coming at the right. She just. Her it's like a energy. I like her energy. She could be on somebody's cabinet. No. Consulting. No. She, you know. No. <laughs> she can be like the advisor to like, yeah, like, like public affairs or something like that. Do the yeah, outreach. Yeah. And plus, so we're not going to talk that. about that and like reach out and touch a black person. Oh. Bro, did you see that video where she had people like apologize? I am sorry for my. Okay, okay. I'm more than positive. Church, the reach, white people didn't see that. Church, like, church, reach out and touch, touch your my next black brother. And let I'm sorry. Out. I'm sorry for all this. What the hell? She, she's funny. I love her energy. That ain't do her no justice. She seems, it was just like a fucker. She seems genuine in her actions, but it just comes off a little weird. I'll say this. After Tuesday, I actually like kind of want her to be on the next debate. Just because I feel like, look, when she talks, I'm like, I should pay attention. Yeah, you listen. We'd rather have him or de Blasio or Hickenlooper or Bennett. Or Jillian. Ben, it can be like out there. Hickenlooper. He, Hickenlooper's okay. Throw your hands up. Whoa. I can throw my hands up too. <laughs> <laughs> we have two good running. Um, we do. I just think in general, that I think one that gets to like the next debate, which I think is going to be... Less candidates, far less. That's going to be a street fight. Because everyone is in the same place. It's not like... Because I think if you're Harris or you're Warren, last thing you want is... Fucking Bill de Blasio coming at you. That's yeah. free money for him. Yeah. You want someone who you're like, okay, if I attack you, you actually have something to gain. You're actually risking yourself by coming at my rack right now. Which is why, like, you actually have to be kind of like prepared because no one's sitting, Kamala's not saying they're like, hey, advisor, let me get your Joe de Blasio notes. Or Bill. I don't even know his fucking name. It's Bill de Blasio, it's not Bill, yeah. Joe. <laughs> but that's the point. You're not preparing for Tulsi Gabbard to take a shot at you because yeah. who the fuck she is wasn't you? prepared. <laughs> She was not. Yeah. She wasn't ready. She started stuttering. She, she was wasn't like, ready. <laughs> and Gillibrand, Gillibrand, whatever her name is. When Gillibrand tried to call Joe out about women working, that's what, when yeah. when her and Kamala did that back and forth from him. I was that was real interesting. Yeah. That's when Kamala Kamala gained points with me because. But Gillibrand kind of stepped up for her. 
She did. She was <laughs> like, she set it up. She, th- and then, and then she the, threw her that alley and then the She was like, she was like, like, girl, I got you. I got you. You better. And even the monitor. Yeah, even She's the like, monitor. You better be later, go. But no, she definitely set it up. Um, the root called her a cheerleader. Oh, that poor girl. <laughs> what were the audience screaming when Booker? All right, I can explain that. So remember when they first started and people were yelling at De Blasio? They were telling him to fire that cop. Okay. That's what they yelled at him. For some reason, the people in the crowd also yelled that at Booker. Which for no didn't reason. make sense. Which didn't make sense. Okay. Because when, if you watch it again, when you see Booker, he's like, he leans in and you can see him like, <laughs> that's why he was so shit. Yeah. He was just like, I'll wait because like that's not directed to me. That ain't, yeah. that's because a, it didn't happen in Jersey. Right, it right. happened in New York. That's why I was like, huh? I was confused too. Because I thought okay. it was about to be some shit. I was like, oh shit. I was tuned. Yeah, I was, I was like, tuned in. Ma, ma, they got I was tuned about to act up. I was tuned um, in. Yeah, so I think I think that's all the key takeaways. I mean yeah. We already know who won the debate last night, okay? I don't think it was a winner. What? You don't think it was a winner? It was like some people showed out, but it wasn't a winner. Okay. I think I, people I did said, well. I don't think anyone had like Warren to me stood out in that first one, and yeah. Kamala really stood out in that second one. People did well. I think Booker did well, but I don't yeah. know if it's gonna like. I don't know if he's gonna like jump up in the polls. I no, doubt it. Because of it, I doubt it. Like, I feel like Joe is still gonna lead the polls. Castro might. Maybe. He even, better. Even, even then, I don't. Castro might. But like, I think I people are like, really like sleep on Castro. Like they're talking like, oh, I, you know, I fuck with him, but they not really, you know. He's everyone's second or third choice. Yeah. He's not, he's not that big. Yeah. If we want to have a real conversation, like, and that's why I don't, I, I don't, he's cocky and I don't like that. Who? Biden. Yeah. I don't like the fact that he knows he's in front running. He knows he's, he's the best choice. He's very chill about it. He's like, and that's what I don't like. You're not proving yourself. Because the ops, it's not an easy win. What he did last night, like I said earlier, I don't, if him and Trump were going head to head and he, based off the last two performances, I don't think he'd win. I don't um, understand why Joe just gets so like. Why are you so confident? Anxious. My bad. Why am I confident in that? I yeah, think but she was talking. No, please. No, go ahead. No, you're our guest. <laughs> I was just saying, I don't know why Joe gets anxious when he's talking and he just cuts himself off. Or he won't he let does that he, he'll stop when his time is up, whereas the other candidates continue to talk to prove their point, whereas Joe's kind of like. Mm-hmm. I think he's a 76 year old man. <laughs> yeah, he's an old man. And I'm not true. even trying to say it to be 18. She can't say he had ditchers in. I think he got uh, ditchers. His teeth, his, his teeth, his teeth, teeth wasn't moving. His it teeth was are like two parallel bars. <laughs> yeah, That's I think those are ditchers. I mean, that is, I mean, do what you I do. Ain't you mad at him, yeah. Shoot, I'm sitting there having a nice little elder bar <laughs> slick back up top. I have some braids. But I think um, I'm only confident just because I think a lot of Democrats, when they answer the polls, they're saying, and we've talked about this, a lot of their main concern is who's the best person to beat Trump. They kept saying yeah. that last night. They said that last night. And, and he, he smiled. He was, he smiled. I was and like, I, and I think his campaign knows that. I think, granted, I think Trump has a better shot than a lot of people give him credit for. But I, Joe, I don't also, trust niggas. But Joe also know. has the Republican Party on his back too. He has okay. independents, and he has those Republicans who like live in places like DC and like Atlanta, yeah. the suburbs, who are like, I just don't fuck with Trump. Yeah. And I think that this would be harder for him than going against Trump. Because he knows that he actually has to fight this out in terms of like, what do I believe? Not like, what's my broad? He doesn't have to get into policy in the general. Because he knows, I mean, granted, you're a wild card, so I don't know about you. 
I'm going to vote for Joe if he's elected. Because even what's, if, the, the, what's the alternative? At I the think, end of the day, I feel like even if Joe, like, old politics still exists. Like, the old heads, regardless, are going to fuck with Joe regardless. And you know who fuck with Joe Biden heavy? Our mothers. Yeah. Why? They love him. I told my mama. They call him Uncle like, Joe. I, I don't told understand. Mama, I was like, Ma, you know... <laughs> You know Joe Biden, the reason your your husband was in jail for so long. I get like, that. No, he wasn't. I get that. <laughs> no, it's like he, he yeah. wrote a crime bill. Black mothers love Joe Biden. And guess what? Obama is waiting for someone to win. And yeah. when that person wins, he is going to come out the woodwork. And then everybody is going to remember, oh, shit, Obama picked this guy as his VP. And that means something to people. Yeah. Oh, if he get that primary in Obama, buddy, let's go. Obama's definitely enjoying Buddy him. is definitely. Obama yeah. gonna be out there. Him, yeah. Michelle, all of them. They gonna have Malaya and Sasha out there too. No, but that's that's what I'm saying. Sheesh. They love Joe, okay. Anyway, anyway. heads, heads up, heads up. That. All right, so now we're gonna talk about. You guys uh, are so cute. So now we're gonna talk about Puerto Rico. Uh, so the governor resigned after a leaked chat, which was actually kind of crazy, with government officials, uh, the governor, friends, and lobbyists. The chat included remarks about against women and called one of the like secretaries a bitch. Which uh, homophobia, jokes about Ricky Martin being gay, uh, and jokes about the deadly hurricane last year. That was really fucked up. Um, the island is struggling from a hurricane and long financial crisis. In the same week, government officials were found uh, money laundering, allegedly $15 million before the chats came out. The governor is supposed to resign effective at 5 p.m. tomorrow after all the protests. I only put this in the dot because I think that this is probably, the, I mean, we all saw the video of them protesting, right? That's how we should be here. Yeah. Cause they got that man out. They were just like, we don't really care your statements. We're gonna be in the streets. It's on you. I feel like and I just think that's an inter because Puerto Rico's a US territory. Yeah. It ain't like it's another country. And that's the <laughs> thing, like they're I might have sound real like ignorant and impressionist when I say it's the end of the podcast, go there. Um the living standards. So, like, they have, I was, I don't want to say more freedom, but, like, Maine, America, and then, like, the suburbs of America, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, they possibly have the freedom to do something like that, where still, when we protest, let's say we did run out to the White House and protest, they're going to have police out there with tear gas and shit. Yeah. So you're saying it's like a different dynamic. Yeah. that's Wilding out here. Like, like if they wilding out there, they ain't arresting everybody. That's, where we wild now, they're like, all right. Exactly. Coming, my point. That's exactly my point. I just think it's interesting. Just because I think our climate here is some wild shit happens, and we're just like, oh, we're going to take this up. And, and they're just like, no, fuck that. I'm going to the street. I just think it's interesting of just like wild stuff happens at other places, and they're just like, run that up. I'm going I'm to be outside. I'm going to be on your block. I just think it's interesting. I just It is very interesting. interesting. Up next, here, <laughs> I'm going to get your thoughts on this first. So SNAP benefits, the federal government wants to change the way states are determining who qualifies for food stamps. Um, ooh, I can't even read my handwriting. Uh, so basically, if you receive income uh, at the limit, uh, mm, I can't read. All right, fuck that. All right, well, got it. <laughs> can't read my handwriting. All right, so basically they're saying that you can't receive food stamps if you're above the federal limit of like the poverty line. So if you're like 130% above, you can't get food stamps. So basically what they're saying is that now children who are involved in that would be taken out and the children somehow have to apply independently. What? Also, they said that the that the changes they would make would save up to $2.5 billion while cutting 3 million people who would be on the benefits. 
Also, don't you know, what's like the main Republican talking point about food stamps is that like, oh, it's like people are dependent, right? Yeah. Like the welfare queen, like all that shit. Actually, food stamps have gone down. People, 36 million get SNAP benefits, which is down from 47 million in 2013. What are your thoughts about the Trump administration possibly cutting? That's absurd because like, you don't know, okay, low income areas, regardless of like the status, their financial status, like how can you tell me that if I like, it's a certain amount of money that they have to make, mm-hmm. right? right? If I make say like 32,000, Right. If I make thirty two thousand, I can't qualify for food stamps, but my child has to apply independent first of all, what's the age limit for the child to apply independently? And I think what advocates are saying is that they're not factoring in childcare. Yeah. And they're not factoring in rent. Exactly. Because area, that's damn near your whole check. Right. So how am I buy food at the end of the day? And that's why people need food stamps. Yeah, because you can't. Yeah, that's all this stuff is like groceries expensive, bro. If my mom didn't help me out sometimes, I wouldn't eat sometimes. No, I want to know how much money I spend at the grocery store. That's why I need to start making the grocery list because I go in the grocery store. I be going there hungry. I just pick up anything. Oh, I make a grocery list. I done got real groceries expensive. Groceries are expensive. Groceries expensive. One time I walked at the grocery store and paid like one hundred and eighty dollars. I was like, what did I buy? And that food be gone in a week, and you like, what the fuck? I know I, I ain't eat that much. Confusion, okay? But so yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, that's definitely crazy. How can you tell me if I make this amount of money that I don't qualify? For well, that's that's how they do it now. You have to be below a certain like. So what do they want you to make? Like twenty five thousand dollars? I think the concern is that they're they're basically saying the states, hey, kind of just do it how you want to do it, where they can basically just say like even if you're above that limit, and we don't care, we're not going to factor in your outside costs besides his income. That's, that's what's scared. That's, that's what freaks people like, out. Bother me, and yeah. then the fact that the child now has to apply exactly. independently. They, they're afraid that that's how kids get left out of the loop. What? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's like concerning. All right. Okay. Up next, capital punishment. So last week, uh, the Attorney General Barr announced that the federal government will resume executions after 16 years. Andrea Leon, a criminal defense attorney, wrote in the Atlantic that the government disproportionately seeks a death penalty against Black and Brown people. Context, of course, Trump called for the death penalty against Central Park 5, which is just likely to say just how death cases are more likely to slip up. And there's a whole thing about in the Atlantic about how, like, if you're on the jury for a possible case that has to do with the death penalty, you already have to approve of it. There's no, like, I might find this wrong and I'm going to sit on the council and advocate against it. No, you have to already agree that, like, okay, I think the death penalty should be in place. So if you're already starting off at, like, a negative point. And then she said, when people, this was actually the most interesting quote that she had. This was the last sentence of the article. When people in power um, want to make a statement, it doesn't matter what facts they show. That is fact. Because <laughs> my whole thing, you know who Brian Thompson is? Mm-hmm. He, right. He's, his whole career is based, based upon on this. Um, to give a little background, he's a lawyer. He went to Harvard. He's now like set up shop in Alabama, founded a nonprofit last year. He commemorated like a lynching memorial mm-hmm. there. Um, but he's spent his whole career like fighting, working to free like innocent people, right? Working to free innocent people on death row, and you, it's so many people. Yeah, and it's like, is it's is this the agenda that this administration has it is dictatorship and they're taking us back like 
it's scary to watch almost. It's really scary to watch because it's like they're actually doing this shit. Yeah. yeah. I'll say I'll say you. <laughs> they actually doing it. It's scary, man. Yeah, I it's agree. Really like scary. Why would we even backtrack that far anyways to even want to put somebody on that? Like you said, it's a lot of innocent people at the end of the day. And then and you can't get that back. Exactly. Exactly. When was what was the last one? Um, 16 years. Yeah. And I think I was a child. And they used to show that on television. Right. Like yeah, when have, it would actually happen. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like in like smaller towns. They would like. Yeah. It was like a spe- it was like a spectacle of like. Who wants to see that happen? Who wants to see that happen? Who wants to see innocent people lose no, their I lives? think when I was a child, I do remember some. Like, yeah. it was somebody in South Carolina, maybe. I'm, de- I'm more than positive they showed this on television. No, I think yeah. so too. Now that I made think like about spectacles it. out of it, and I think that's the thing of like, I think people have done research about like how it's not. How it's more expensive to hold a hearing for someone who's on death row than just. A and then you already have to decide that you're gonna have this person, you know. Be, it already has to be on the table exactly. at that point. So, like, you're already so you already have to make that decision. That's crazy. Right. And to put that in the average citizen's hands, it's even. That is. Yeah. And for the government to be like, this person, we're going to okay you dying. That's yeah. intense. Lastly, I'm going to let I Henry. I don't believe in that shit. No, I don't either. Because that's, no like you said, you can't, can't get that back. You can't. That's something that was said on like <laughs> my crazy. spirit. Yeah. You know? uh, lastly, I'm gonna let uh, we're gonna finish out on a positive note. Um, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn the camera on so we can we can make a good video clip out of this. Meek Mill, <laughs> Meek Mill, come on this podcast. Bro, we talk about you all the damn time. Hey, insert me. insert long thread. <laughs> I think we probably played a role in getting you out of prison. No, just no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, but, but real, bro, congrats on um, getting granted that new trial. We literally followed your case since it's been in the media. We've talked about your work with the um, I can't think of the name of his nonprofit, but um, damn. basically, we talked about that. We talked about when you got a new lawyer. We talked about when Jay Z came down. We talked about when you first walked out of prison. We talked about when you finally got on probation. All we three about weeks, when- okay. We're talking about when your album dropped. <laughs> yeah, we talking about your documentary series, which is coming out on August night because we know this. See, we know, bro. So basically, Meek Mill, he, uh, the Pennsylvania Superior Court overturned 2008 charges against him and granted him a new trial. The whole thing basically stems from he was still on probation for more than 10 years, which gets to the whole kind of broken probation system, which people, ironically, like Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, have tried to fix in the Senate, where they're basically saying that probation is supposed to incentivize people to. Get out of jail and to live a more restrictive life when in actuality, a lot of times, and in Meek Mill's case, they're not permitted to see their kids if they live 15 miles away from them. They're not permitted to work at certain times and certain jobs. You see that in the Central Park Five documentary when after they're free, they struggle to kind of get adjusted because they're on probation and they can't get assimilated because they can't work at this time. They have to be home at a certain time. And I think what Meek is talking about is basically like for 10 years, I had all of my freedoms restricted even when I was free. For a crime that I had committed when I was 19, and I'm still feeling the effects of that, which is the reason why he was in jail again, for all for the 2008 crime. Just gets to the probation system, and I think that's something that Meek is trying to change. Yep, that's what his organization focuses on. Um, yeah. So, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at underscore WRGO. Follow us on Instagram at What's Really Going. Follow us or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud at What's Really Going On. And we appreciate you guys for tuning in. They're the goats, okay? Where, where can we follow you at? Thank you for coming, special guest. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. Thank, thank you, guys, special guest here. Uh, for you for following.
What's your ad name? My ad name on Instagram is T S Perdue with the E P E R D U E, and my um, Twitter okay. name is what is my Twitter name? <laughs> we'll include that. I we'll include her. In yeah, the I don't. Topic. I don't remember right now. I'm feeling like Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe three. She never did forever be nobody wifey.